<laughs> say what? Well, I was gonna say something, <laughs> but I'll say it for later. Let's let's not. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. So one thing before I get in, before I get into the this book, which is interesting enough that you've read that by coincidence I ended up with. That's crazy. <laughs> because you had told me about it because I remember I remember after that you told me about it, but uh, I happened to stumble upon it because of chance life yeah because of life that's that's the way it works but anyways uh one thing i, I did want to start off with was the fact that it's the last week of 2017 <laughs> i really i really wanted to start with that and and i i guess i don't know if you want to give some highlights or or because I, I eventually want to get into okay what do we want to set even if it's one thing like one thing that's like top of the list i was like okay i, I really want to work on this for 2018 but starting with 2017 the like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you want to go first. And it could be literally anything about 2017, but... Like a highlight of 2017? Maybe, yeah, let's let's start with that. Let's let's, let's break it down. <laughs> start with a highlight of 2017. Even Man. if there's multiple ones, it's fine. It's no big deal. This is going to be like... I don't know how to... Because it's kind of like a a gathering of, of a couple things that were the highlights. Or like they build up to a highlight. And I guess part of it is, is that the podcast. And I hate... Kind of sounds cliche, right? That we're on the podcast. And, oh, what's the best part? <laughs> oh, the podcast. But no, no, no. It's it's the fact that like finally kind of did something. Like I had talked about um, creating like a an online store, like an online presence of of some sort apart from my personal social media. Mm. So then there goes the intranet, and you know started creating my own posts, and then I I decided that I, I needed. Um, a store like that because that was really the end goal for having that other entity yeah was a store right to something that'll that'll bring in revenue so so i so i started the intranet the instagram page the twitter page um a facebook page and then from there you know started creating the posts <coughs> um finally uh made a design had a couple designs made that i could uh, put on some t-shirts to sell so, so in in doing so, I also tied in some stoicism that I got into, or a little, a little more heavily in early 2017. Mm-hmm. So there was stoicism, there was the intranet, and I feel like stoicism and and business talk kind of incorporated also into the podcast. So it's like a, a the collective of of all those things that are the highlight. All of those things together impacted my 2017 yeah. pretty heavily. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> and like like I said, like I it, and it's not that it didn't click because I'm like okay it's it's Christmas it did click more on Monday Christmas Day, and I was like okay I you know it's the last week of Christmas and I I even made this post I put it on my personal page, and on my personal Instagram not per, just personal page personal Instagram and you know it's like you know it's Christmas Day, we have a few days left of 2017. In a few in a few days we'll be in 2018. And, you know, let's close out 2017, 2017 right. And I got a bunch of likes. I got like more likes than like a lot of other things. And it's interesting to me. It still goes back to like it's in- interesting what what will click with people, right? But my point is like it was then at that at that moment where I was like, man, like what did we do? What did I do? What did Brian do? What did the guys do? Like what did we do collectively? And then like from my perspective, what did each everybody do? You know, and, and and it and like it leaves me speechless because like man, we did a I, okay in my persp- in my point of view, we did a lot. Even the intranet, 
in tying stoicism and tying business talk and tying into this podcast, it's like we've done a lot. And honestly, like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a lot. But when I compare it to like 2016 and 15, especially 14. Yeah. Although 14 was a little bit of a, a leap for me. Yeah, because that was your transition. Yeah, so. I, from graduating to getting you know my big boy job. Right. Um, <laughs> so so 2014 was 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 a good year. Um, but when I compare 17 to 15 and 16, it was it was a, a successful year. I think, in to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. not. It, it. I didn't meet my end goal, but it it was definitely progress to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because then, like, for me, cause for me, like, I mean, in creating the podcast, started literally, I still remember the conversation I had, and I've talked about, I've said this before on the podcast, but I like radiation, so I do that anyways. But, like, as far as, like, I remember having a conversation in October, we're in Lubbock, and I'm talking with Ben, which we still have yet to have him on here. We'll have him on here eventually, uh, now that he's back in the valley. <coughs> Excuse me. But, you know, I remember having a conversation, like, man, like, we should be recording this. Like, it's a, it's a general conversation. But it's like, man, like I, I felt strongly about that. It's like, you know, from then on, you know, of course, it took me two months to figure it out, and then come January, I think 18th was the first day that we recorded, or I, the first day I released. We recorded like that Saturday, and it's funny because I remember, and this is just memory that I have, is like that Saturday, because I think we we recorded on a few Saturdays where it's like maybe we'll do this to stay out of trouble. I don't know if you remember saying that, but I I remember that conversation, that first conversation. That's just <laughs> that's one of the points that stick out with me because what I think about, even though. We stay consistent on the on week by week, but the cons- inconsistently consistent, where it's like that lasted for a little while, and then we had to move on. Schedules clash at some point, and yeah. we're maybe me and Eddie were traveling with the band or whatever, and it's like at some point, you know, right now it's Wednesday. This thing will be up tomorrow, you know, like you know, it's just like the way things happen. It's like, but funny enough is that it seems it seems like this year we've been able to put away our inconsistent. Cons- consistent inconsistencies and we've actually like dove into like some stuff that we give a shit about that we that we are we make ourselves be consistent on mm-hmm. in the in the macro you yeah. know and even for the for the intranaut like this is the first like this is the first year and it hasn't even been a full year fiscal of the intranaut yeah, yeah. The, like, we're just, we'll just call it a fiscal year of the of the co- of yeah. your business like we haven't even done that and same thing with the podcast we still have this is episode 50 i believe so we have two more technically two more weeks and on that one, my plan is to get all four of it. It'd be me, you, Gonzo, and Eddie. That's the plan. I mean, mm-hmm. we're I always fuck it up. So like, that's the plan. When we get there, we'll get there. And that's where that's where I think maybe I need to tie in back my part, of, my view on stoicism of like, okay, that's the plan. Let's just keep doing little things every day. And when I get closer, I can actually plan it out, you know, and and then we can move forward from there. But but uh, yeah. Um, it I and I was thinking about this actually on the on the way home before we started recording was like I think we're moving into our our unofficial third season, because <laughs> uh, frankly the past because the past I think because we had the Nashville episode, which was we had a bunch of new people on there, and then we had La- Justin was on last week, and then you're back. It's been a while since you've been on, dude. It's been a minute since I don't you've know, been on. I feel like it's been a solid like two months. But I, I don't know for sure. Roughly, what we'll, we'll was that? <coughs> I've lost track of time for the like the last two months, two months <laughs> more right, or less. Right, right, and uh, and so like it was a. I felt like it, I felt like this was appropriate, like for us to kind of like look back and see see kind of see what's up with 2017, and you know, on on the on the on the note of one to end the year right. You know, it's like man, like fuck, we've done a lot. Like I feel like we can roll into 2018 a little more not comfortable or relaxed. Neither one of them. But with a good edge 
to go into the new year. I that at least that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing is is trying to get or trying to or at least that's the way I feel is that we have a good edge that's gonna that that can propel us into 2018 and we're gonna see what happens. It's gonna be a whole new year, a whole new thing, and it's like oh shit. <laughs> it's like and because really and the reason why I bring up also to close up the the reason why I think of season three is because I'm my plan is to try to have even if like let's say me and you Brian are here, but try to have someone new. Like next week my plan is to have Danny on. And then uh, finally, I've talked about Danny Black Belt Jiu Jitsu, uh, one of my better friends. That, oh, let's let's go into that real quick because like, that's been a big thing for me is friendships. Twenty seventeen, like really, really knocking that wall down and developing developing some solid friendships. How's how's your experience been that? And this is for the sake. Like, I th- I feel like me and you know this. We've talked about we talk about this stuff a lot, mm-hmm. but for the sake of the podcast, and we're we're reminiscing here on twenty seventeen. <coughs> I feel like I have a very strict definition of a friend, so. <laughs> I'm sorry if I offend anybody, <laughs> but I don't think I built any new friends in 2017. But definitely some some trustworthy like relationships, um, like you know, acquaintances sounds so like distanced. Yeah. So yeah, somewhere I, in yeah. between a friend and an acquaintance, I've I feel like I've I've formed some some strong some strong relationships we can say relationships yeah I think relationships because I feel like relationships is just the connection there's no title yet of like friend or acquaintance and it's because my friends like really what I consider a friend most people would consider like their best friends or their closest friends right yeah yeah yeah. my like my friends are just kind of mean that much to me and anybody else is is, eh so no but I, I did have some interesting relationships um for sure, one that that might have could have developed into something stronger with a female friend, mm. but it was it was interesting to to go through that. Um, I hadn't had something like that in a while, and and um, that person is, is so definitely somebody that I, I'd be down to to have a, a friendship with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see. And then, of course, like other people from the gym, mm. really really cool yeah, people man. there. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and I, w- I, w- I, c- I do kind of wonder what that will lead into twenty eighteen, just because uh, I think it's a good wonder. Like I, I told you about like I've been wondering a lot, and I'm trying not to as much because it, hel- it, it make it doesn't help me. It makes me overthink everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when I wonder too much or too far, too far into, too far into like the abyss of like not knowing. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's just a fucking wormhole that's terrible. But, uh, but I do wonder like okay, like, I guess the question is like, and anthropological. Maybe maybe you have an answer. Maybe you don't. But, you know, the friendships that I've built this year with, of, especially at the gym, because I worked at the gym for a year. Like, I work for the, I work for the gym for a year, and now I'm not. I still go work out there, and I, right now I'm doing, I'm working out twice a day. Um, so I'm doing that. So I'm still seeing everybody from the morning on everybody in the afternoon, right? But my point is, like, am I, am I going to make these relationships stronger? Or will they stay, like, because I feel like I have a lot of good, I have a lot of good foundation with the people that I've met from this year, where I'm like, okay, I, I I'm I'm good with that. Now, will I make more friends? And and I, maybe I mean maybe answers yes or whatever. But it just makes me wonder of like, okay, what's actually gonna happen? You know, like versus like versus like the the metaphor, not in metaphor, the versus the uh versus the. Not metaphor. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of of like that word. Like it's it's more of. I guess I guess rhetorical would be the best word. I don't know. You know, 
like where where will the relationships that I started this year be or go go get into next year? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, will I meet new people? Yeah, yes, I'll meet new people, but will I ha- will I recreate the same relationships that I was able to build twenty seventeen? That, that that's the probably the best way I'm able to say mm-hmm. it, which is interesting. Or at least for me, it's interesting that I, I am pondering on it. And I mean, I'm not gonna worry about it. It's just something I'm gonna go into 2018 like wondering. Hmm, I'm gonna meet a new person today. Let's see what happens. And you know, my what I found to be the best approach to having like a good time, and I don't necessarily mean as like partying, but just making making the best out of a situation is going into it with no expectations. Yeah. And really, that's kind of what 2017 was for me. And I'm. It might be actually to the to the opposite extent to where instead of having no expectations, because of something I went through late 2016, I was having like the worst expectations for 2017. Yeah, I yeah. was I was I was already thinking 2017 was going to be bad. Yeah. And in, in some aspects it was it was it was bad. But the the positives, the the the. The good things that came out of 2017, I think, were a little bit, just a little bit greater than my lows yeah. to, to where it was a, a successful year overall. Yeah. And um, one thing, one thing that 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 I thought about why, which is why I brought it up again, was that I didn't expect to meet new people or such great people in 2017. Fair, yeah, that's probably a good way to and say it too. Yeah, absolutely. that's that's a big part of it. 2017 was great because of some of the the people that I either reconnected with or that I met and they made my experiences so much better you know going from Vegas to to you know connecting with people here in, in the valley right right or, right so that was that was definitely a, um, a big highlight of 2017 <coughs> yeah I don't know I don't know. I, I I don't know I, I just feel like I feel a relief now, cause I, well, cause you're talking you're, right now. You mentioned uh, what? What did you just mention? You mentioned as far as the people. Yeah, uh, maybe the expectations. Not having expectations, and and not when you have maybe when you have less expectations, you kind of like you're a little. And it's funny because you might be a little more vulnerable because you have less expectations, so you're a little more open to like what could happen. Yeah, maybe. I and so. and for me, it took me all of the, the whole year. I feel like. Were you maybe maybe I don't I don't know if this is true or not, but in what you just told me now, it's like you this year you went into stuff with maybe lower expectations or no expectations. Where me, I had a lot of things that I was gonna do and whatnot, and that kind of and okay, it propelled me. But then in my personal life, my expectations like it like it was a knife, it was it was a double edged sword, and like okay, it was good, but then like it took me a long time to let some things go that were detrimental to my men- and what I'll say my mental health. You know, I briefly talked about the, the, some issue that I was having. Uh, when we, the podcast when we were in Nashville, which is, I think, episode 48. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes either way. But, uh, you know, that anxiety that I had over this situation with, you know, a female. And I was like, like, it was it was it was overbearing. And and the day I the day I told myself I need to let this go and just let it happen, let what it, just let it happen. Um, I felt 20 minutes later, I just felt instantly better. And then the Saturday I get back from Nashville and me, you, and Danny and Yoli go out and like everything happened, everything unfolded. Okay, cool. And, and you and you said, man, if, if that's not enough evidence, then like I don't like you didn't know what else to tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like this is not good. Like I should I should, for one, in retrospect, obviously, I should have probably listened to you. Like let's let's just say a month ago, possibly. And then with it, it was like, man, if I don't if I don't listen to you if I don't listen to you now and you're trying to give me your help from your point of view, it's like, well, what. 
then what other mental thing is gonna happen with me? You know, like what other like yeah. Uh, what else are you gonna go through mentally? Yeah, yeah, mentally. Cause that's that's my bi- that's been my biggest fe- uh, factor for this year is like dealing with a mental thing. Cause like now I'm like I'm working out two days and I'm I'm really striving to push myself, which I feel like even as an individual you can only do that so much to yourself. Like that's why like the military have drill sergeants and they have all these people just to really test your limits, right? And this year it's been a lot about me testing my own limits. But then we get to this thing. This situation, all of, all of November basically, and then I get them. You know, we're there that Saturday at Hillbillies, and I'm like, "Damn!" And then you're like, "Man, if 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 if, you, if if that's not enough evidence, I don't know what is." But essentially, that's you know, that's what we got. That's mm-hmm. what the, the conclusion we came to. And I was like, "Man, you're absolutely right." And then and then I got drunk and I played on stage and it was fun. So it was, it was all good. But uh, <laughs> but it's but it's funny how the expectation thing. You know, I, I think that's a big thing of of understanding for me understanding that you know there's there's a balance and expectation as well and yeah. and and like stoicism like one thing i can tie in stoicism because one thing i realized through this year pondering on, on now now that we're talking and we're getting warmed up here is uh i don't even think we're gonna make it to the book either way well maybe we'll do it next week or something um anyways but fuck what, what was the last thing i said well or real go quick because yeah, you're, you're talking about expectation mm-hmm. yeah <coughs> And I and and stoicism, and I think one thing that maybe what you forgot during during this little situation was to remember the worst case scenario. Yeah, maybe maybe I don't, yeah, I don't know. No, I but, think but you're just right. in, in what right. in what you're saying and what I just said about about you know stoicism throughout the year and expectations, and maybe at at some point I forgot it too. Except I wasn't dealing with what you were dealing, but uh, maybe we we forgot about the worst case scenario right right and oh, yeah, yeah. how I the worst right. case scenario right. wouldn't you know if if you just kind of put yourself in that situation it's not that bad yeah and and maybe you you went in too deep without remembering what it would be like you know with, with the worst uh factors or the worst yeah. variables ever yeah no yeah you're, i think i think i think that, that I, that's I, the answer i think an it's a great least. reminder because i haven't been on the podcast in a while yeah. and <laughs> right. and even before that i don't think we we had touched on anything you know because we were talking about vulnerability yeah, and, and we, stuff like and that. we still wrapped it i guess still wrap, i still brought that up in nashville so it's it's an ongoing thing that like we were we talked about yeah so so when we go too vulnerable and 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 we need to take that U-turn, like don't forget the worst case scenario, yeah, and yeah. it's gonna be okay. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, and I, I only say that as like a, a way to pull yourself back up, right? Just because if the you're mental, in a deep place, the, like the that, mental yeah. anxiety, because that's actually right. Because because w- remember, I told you like my biggest fear is regret. So that's what kept me going, mm-hmm. regardless. Like you know what, I can I can push through this mental pain. It's only mental pain, so I know it's nothing. Like like this is nothing that can be you know, because regret was the biggest thing, but I think that's part of the dichotomy of, of vulnerability is stoicism and playing that, you know, cause for me, I did get balance. too far. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which we're talking about. And it's something that I've brought up over and over again. And, and balance is such a hard thing. And the, every time I think of balance, I think of, uh, Mr. Freeland, which is the lawyer I interviewed. And then I, I've, mm-hmm. I've mentioned him before and the interview, Mike, when I interviewed him and I've brought this up several times, but again, you know, the last question I gave him was like, how do you balance life with work? Because I know his schedule. Yeah. You know, we I booked him like a month in advance to just have this. What was gonna be a one hour interview turned into he, he gave me four hours of his time, and that's I will I I don't know if I can be ever more appreciative of someone's time like the way he gave me his time. Being a lawyer, 
you know, regardless of he, he doesn't do court cases, but he does he does lawyer stuff. He yeah. does he does lawyer shit. He with lawyers, his, with, yeah, with his lawyer friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, with that in mind, it's like you know, it's turned into and and he's like you know, work is work is the jealous mistress. That's that that was his line. I'll I'll never for the life of me forget that, because that's what I think helped me realize. Okay, why not work at something I like and what you know, keep striving to become a better musician which now has led me here and and eddie dude he's and i i'm guessing because of christmas uh the charts stay the same but he's on the brink of breaking the top 50 dude which is a big ass deal there's a hundred like 125 on this list and he's he's on the brink of breaking the top 50 next week and it's just like and so it's only but i don't want i don't want this track but like that whole thing and what i wanted to say about stoicism i want to tie into business because i feel like stoicism's the best bet for the business structure and where vulnerability comes in is when you're actually when you actually want your your employees to care about your customers and like that's that i don't want to go too unless you want to dive into we we don't have to but it's one thing that i have realized i'm like man because i feel very strongly about stoicism and talking about stoicism with other people you know it it seems kind of harsh talking about the worst case scenario right Mm -hmm. and it's like yes worst case scenario and also also living the day living for the day you know that that's the biggest that's probably the biggest thing as well yeah but but that and i i made a list i need i need to find it cuz i made it here somewhere where i was like man cuz I, I cuz i the way i the way i've tried to compartmentalize is like i have my business slash career which at this point i'm still working on which music is one element but i have you know now the podcast and different things that i i just tie in everything right so um so i think about business career personal life social life and then and then I'd say family. So what what I have been contemplating this and this is just rethinking now because I was contemplating this before November, and then like November talking about vulnerability and going that route, and then ending up ending up in the seat that went up in its own thing. So I stopped thinking about okay, what does this list mean to me? But one thing that I did tie in before I stopped thinking about it was like these concepts that we're reading about and I'm bringing up on the podcast that you're bringing up on the podcast that we talk about outside the podcast. I wonder, you know, like. The work life, the, the the not the work life balance, but the balance period is not perfect. But if we can find those key things of those key principles that we're reading from other people, to then place into those categories, like it's wondering, it, it's interesting to me of like what that will turn into. That's the first time I've ever mentioned it here, and it's the first time I think I probably ever mentioned it to you, mm-hmm. of like compartmentalizing sections of our life that are essential. But then these principles that I'm reading about, whether it's Jocko, whether it's uh, Zig Ziglar, whether it's Tony Robbins, all these principles, Marcus Aurelius, mm-hmm. and putting these little principles into those categories. Like, okay, if, if I stick to these three principles for this compartment, right. that'll allow me to balance with everything else. That, that makes sense. It's a lot of information, but it, that, no, no, that's one it, of those it things makes that sense. I got into. Like, well, in my opinion, like at, at first glance, if you will, it seems like you should have a balance of all those things in all your your all aspects of your life right. but you it makes sense to you know what you just said a little while ago about stoicism being best for you know like the the big business the macro, picture yeah, yeah. but vulnerability when it comes down to like the customer service yeah. so i think that maybe that's the balance not that you need an even amount of everything in every aspect right, but right finding yeah, yeah. where right. where you need to what you need to use more in, in, in each aspect of, of your life. Exactly. That makes yeah. sense. 
So so think about <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll be able to listen to this and be like, oh shit, like I, I did forget. I need to look for that because I do. I need to look for that list because, like I said, in the midst of, of vulnerability and reading about it, bringing it to the podcast, um, that was one of the things that I thought about. On my side, you know, my side track side notes that I that I create, and it's like, man, is you know, could could that be a list that I create that I'm like, hey, if you try this, it's not it's not be verbatim, but it could at least give you a good guidance of like, you know, people are like, like I I brought this this was like who knows how many episodes I don't even know how many episodes ago, but the point is I brought up back when we were in college, I don't know if you ever saw this like diagram, but it was like the three circles and they conjoin at the middle, but it's like you either have a social life. You study or you sleep, while we're in college. Like that was like the thing. Like when we're in college, like everybody's like, "Oh man, you, have to, yeah. you can only ch- and you can only choose two. two. You can even eat, you can sleep and have a social life, or sleep and, and study. study or whatever, whatever, and vice versa, whatever. And and so it's like, well, th- I think there there's there's some angles there that can be used. It's just that I think because of the whole, because even Jocko talked about this. You know, um, he'll talk about. You know, everybody's right, or I feel like it's changing now. I think 2018 is gonna be a little more smoother in this aspect. But you know, in tw- at least for me, 2016, then 2017, it's it's very minimal now. I, I only I take them as principles I can potentially use. But in the beginning of getting all this information for, through YouTube and what and other places, was like, but here's the five rules to have a successful business. Here's the ten rules to to have a balanced balanced life or whatever you know and 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 it's interesting now because this just popped into my head it's like that's why tim ferris writes a freaking buffet like you know yeah like, you and, know I mean? like and, and and as you were saying you were calling out those you know five ten rules i st- i had a quick thought in my head and i was like man all of these sort of became like like these huge like marketing tricks to make money to sell your book because in the end like Maybe those five tools isn't what this entrepreneur needs. Maybe those ten isn't what this entrepreneur needs. And and yes, I'm glad you brought up Tim Ferriss right after that because Tim Ferriss gives you like what all these successful people do and you take your pick. Yeah. What what helps you, what yeah. works for you because we're, we're not all the same. Yeah. We're not all the same. Yeah. So that that makes that when when you were calling out those those, you know, rules. Yeah. It really started sounding like like um like some infomercial type of of ad, yeah. Because that's what it's starting to seem <laughs> like. Like the the market is saturated with all these. It's so these bad. are the five, the ten, the fifteen, so twenty bad. steps that you need. Well, no, like maybe I need more, maybe I need less, and maybe those aren't what I need. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, even this video, and I, I'll probably bring up this video again in the in the future. It's a Matthew McCona- Matthew McConaughey. Uh, he gives a keynote for call it like a graduation keynote deal. And uh, commencement speech. There you go. That's what it's called. I, I couldn't think of the word. Uh, but he gives a commencement speech, and, and it's titled "The Thirteen Truths of Something" or whatever. And I I watched most. Of it. It's like it's forty minutes, so it's it's the whole speech that they put yeah. into like this YouTube. I'm like, damn, like it like it's a lot of information. So I I didn't listen to all of it. But you know, in the beginning, he's like he's like I ha- he's like I have thirteen rules. Something something along those lines. He's like I have thirteen rules, something like that. And he's like, but they're but they're this is my this is what I've learned from my life. You know, you can use them. I don't know if he said paradigm. He used, he used like several words to describe what everybody else can use these rules as. And, uh, you know, and he talks about, you know, uh, the gr- of course he talks about the grind and working hard and, you know, you you nothing comes easy, nothing comes happen to you. You know, don't become entitled. This, this whole, he goes off on a rant. Like I said, I'll, I will come back to this video in the future. But, but I think about that because he, at least he's one of the first people to say, this is not what you should do. This is what I've done in my life these past, let's say, thirty years. 
leading up to my success now because that's actually one of them that i love he's like you need to define your your you need to define your success and it struck me because i'm like oh my god i did that and i've mentioned on here where i was at that gig that one time in westlaco where i'm like man this is success like i this is for me this is my definition by this time x i was 23 years old or whatever i'd already done x amount of things where it's like man and when he said it, i was like okay cool and that's one of those like serendipity things where like you know what maybe i am on the right track and just just take and because for me frankly is like the mental anxiety that i give myself is that i give myself mental anxiety so trying to balance counterbalance that because mm-hmm. even then so i feel like it's so arrogant it's so it's so ni- not ni- narcissistic to like say that but at least that's how like maybe it could be seen that i'm really not like that i'm just trying to do good and hopefully help other people do good and i think one issue that we we that is very prominent i think maybe in our generation is the fact that we're letting others define our successes and and letting them define what we need to do for ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah so like if we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people other billionaires in other industries then you know it's it's not gonna work you're comparing like a turtle to a fish and and seeing which one can swim better yeah (laughs) Like right. you know, like, right. that's like a good, that's a good metaphor. No, I'm <laughs> chuckling because that's a good that's a good one. And and like, and and that's the thing we need to define our own goals and our own successes. Yeah. What it what is it that you consider success? Not you know not what this other person considers right. success. And it's funny because I've I've actually brought this up on the podcast because of Luis because now he's contemplating playing football next year. He's do, he's contemplating different things. And for me as as wanting to be the wanting to be the best guider I can be for him. Uh, it. I have to then retract myself, and be like, "Hey, I need to let Luis. Like, I need to guide it, guide him, make sure he stays on the right path." You know, I, I'm giving him a big, a big range, but as far as I need helping him, only define his success, and whatever that may be. Not let him get late, and that you know that because there's that there's that there's that a uh, balance of like, okay, I can't let him get lazy either. You know, right. like not let him do anything, but I I know that's. For me, it's like okay, I have my ideals, and and it's interesting trying to figure out how to help Luis maneuver his ideals, because he's still young enough where it's like I I still have a lot of influence over him, but then there there will there could be a point where I'm like, well, you, no, like you can't do that. Well, like, well, what do I have a good? I, I have to make sure I contemplate myself. Like, okay, do do I have a good reason to not let him do this thing, whatever it may be. However, good thing is he's on track, and I mentioned this last week, and I'm, I I don't think I told you about this, but. Because uh, he's contemplating staying in football or not. And then he's thinking about joining the SEC program to get his, like, associates in engineering. Mm-hmm. I'm like, engineering? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dale gasti. Like, yeah. do it. I'm like, if anything, like, that's only going to help you even more here in the Valley. Like, in, you know, by the time he gets done with school, like, dale gasti. And, and if he continues engineering, I mean, look at Leo with the, the, with, his, with what his engineering degree did yeah. for him. And I told, I told, I told Luis about that. I'm like, dude, just, just wait, dude. Like. I'm not wait, but like you know, I'm not gonna discourage that. Like for sure, I'm like you. And even if he goes, let's say he goes to the army, he can do something with engineering there. You know, he still goes. Mm -hmm. He still goes through the OCS process, which is officer candidate, officer candidate school, for the army, and then goes from there. You know, he'll he'll be on his way to whatever he wants to do. Uh, One thing that will amaze me, and this is just a total general. I guess it'll be a remarkable thing to see if, like, I wonder if Luis would like. The military enough, or if he liked the engineering enough, maybe he liked both. But let's say he likes individually one or the other, mm-hmm. and like does it for life. Like I'm, I'm very curious to what what I'm. I guess I'm just optimistic about his future because he he it, he has his head on straight. It just 
it's the day to day task that to try to keep him on on his macro's good. Yeah. But his day <laughs> his day to day, yeah, yeah, keep, keep him on yeah, that track. Yeah, yeah, week to week, day to day, and uh, not even to let's just like I mean for the example of like not even to. Uh, let's just say like something that my parents would make me do or my mom would make me do when I was younger is like do math during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna make him do that, but you know, but but yet his math, you know, like again his math was like good. You know, like I would make him do math every day, but like talking, having conversation with him. Like the other day, <laughs> it's funny we were uh, in the car. I think I just picked him up from school, and uh, I was like, talk to me. <laughs> I feel like Gabriel Iglesias because he always talks about that. Like when Frankie was when his Great yeah. stepson Frankie was younger and <laughs> and he's like, How was school? Good. You hungry? Yeah. Do you have homework? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> he goes out he goes out crazy. So I, I always think of that and it makes me laugh. And he's like, Why are you laughing? I'm like, because dude, like think of I think of the Gabriel Glesses thing where it's like, dude, like I'm trying to have a conversation with you on and the thing is like, I don't blame Luis. It makes me work want to work harder at like, okay, are my how good are my questions? And you know, like I have to really get concise. Engage him. I have to, yes, I have to really make sure that the question is like Hey, so what what did you learn in physics? And then I have to make sure I have a follow up question. Yeah. Because if I don't, what did you learn in physics? Oh, I learned uh, about Freud. Well, what about Freud? Well, even then, it's like, well, I learned a lot of things. Well, fuck. <laughs> you know, like, that's where I get like, well, what, you know, what specific thing? Did, so like now, what I think I've mentioned this before, like, especially the Nashville when we were in Nashville, the podcast we did for that. But like, now I'll have to ask, what interest, what in, what interested you the most? Like something along those lines. I have to I have to really get specific with my yeah. words, my language to like <laughs> engage them. And, really and I think yeah, I think that's the core of every question or even follow up question where you have to talk about what that person likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what, what was your interest? Because that's that's when you'll get them talking. Right. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's taking me so long. But, it, but it, like I said, it to me it's it's the, it's the remarkable thing of the of the maneuvering with a sixteen year old child, <laughs> you know and. I mean, think about when you were 16, when we were 16. Like, we felt we were older. You know, I was getting my car. I was getting my license and whatever. You were working already. We were going through our school stuff. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, so, so the, the maturity level is or, because we're older now. It's like, man, were we like that? You know, it just makes me think. I don't think so. But I wasn't, I'm not least. You know, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we weren't yeah. there. I'm trying, we're I'm not trying living to remember. Now. I'm trying to remember. Who I was at sixteen. Right. So we're tw- we're sixteen. We're so that if we're 27, 2017, that was two thousand seven. So put yourself in two thousand seven. If that gives a better. And for people listening, like you guys can do. This, obviously, you can do this too. It's like you know wherever you're at ten years ago. I probably thought I was more important than I really was. <laughs> like, you know, be, because like you mentioned, so many things going on in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. You probably think you're like the biggest shit in the toilet. Right. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> The biggest shit in the toilet. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, you're you're knocking all these metaphors today. I love it. <laughs> I've, been, I've been saving them for two months. <laughs> right, no kidding. No kidding. Oh man, dude. Oh. So anyways, I I don't know how we got into like oh I guess just keeping your head on straight and the whole Louise thing. Cause, and the main thing is cause I need to I did need to catch you up on that. And we can do it here. Like I said, reiteration's good and, and it led me to it led us to like imagine a, like and for everybody like the thing is we have a wide range of ages, I assume. I'm not really hitting a particular target market. If it's more of like I'm putting material out there to, because I feel like I think I've said this too also, but like I feel like the conversation I have in person is way more. In, it's way more. There's more. Obvi- I guess obviously, obviously there's more connection. Yeah. And I want you know I, I think that makes sense because we're here in Naturally. person you know and when I have like even dude when we were in Nashville two weeks ago, uh, six people in a room like. That's crazy. Bro. <laughs> That's a lot. 
like and and then because I was sitting like the way I'm here, but I had five people in front of me, so I was on looking at everybody to try to maneuver as best I could and try to engage. And I felt I felt bad for Gonzo because I was I didn't I wasn't able to engage him as much because a lot of the stuff that I brought up with with the new guys was stuff I I've either talked I've either talked with them in person or I've brought up on the podcast. So I didn't want to be too reiterative, you know, with everybody like, oh right, hey, what about right. you, Gonzo? It's like, well, we've already talked about this, you know, we've already talked about this, mm-hmm. and. uh but anyways, uh, but that yeah. So it's room of six, and then uh, oh, fuck up what I was to say. Either way, we can move on. I guess we have about we have some time. So let, let, let now we can dive into the book. I, I feel like we we got twenty seventeen. Yeah, that out, was out in the open. That, I'm not gonna lie, that was a little bit unexpected, but refreshing to because in my mind, like believe it or not, I'm still just kind of like. I wouldn't call it exhausted, but I'm still trying to come up from these busy two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was refreshing to kind of recap the year. Yeah, recap and, the year. And say, hey, you know what? The last two months is not a reflection of the whole year. Yeah, right, right, the, right. The year was great. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like, because uh, I think it was 2016 is when Tim Ferriss did like the, the roundtable deal with Adam Robinson and uh, Josh, uh, was it uh, Josh Waitzkin? And uh, who else? Uh, Ramit Sethi, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. So it was like the four of them, and and he did it at the end of the year on purpose because they're like, well, how do you go? How do you reflect on the on the year, and then how do you go into the new? And they gave all these things, and I've talked about several things. Like, I think Adam Robinson talks about uh, going into every in every interaction. This is literally from his cab driver to his waitress to his waiter. Like every interaction, expecting magic. And that's how he goes Man, in. But that goes against to what I said earlier about. No expectation. Right. But here's the twist. Maybe. Um, there's a saying that, that Christian, you know Christian, mm-hmm. he, it always stuck with me. He told it to me like probably five years ago now. Yeah. And maybe I had heard it before, maybe not, but it impacted me when he said at that time um, that you just kind of, uh, uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of, um, Go, hope for the best, exp- but expect the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, th- there's a there's a macro sense I've heard similar to that. So, like so I've always thing. that's kind of always stuck with me. Yeah. So maybe trying to connect both what I said and what Tim right, Ferriss says. Right. You you expect the worst, but the the expecting the magic is that hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, because it's more of it's more of like, because because see, like you're you let, let's I, or maybe we can go into this a little bit, but maybe like. You're unexpected, but you're but you're still gonna go into this conversation, like, you know. And if you're not, then you're not. Like you're that person that you're not gonna go into that conversation. That's why you have the internet. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, you know, like that. That's the whole concept. That's the whole point. Adam Robinson. The cool thing is we get to hear about this now, but um, also like his expecting of magic was. Uh, I think I said I don't know if I've said the story on on the podcast or not. Uh, I don't even know if I told you, but it's on the it's on that, and I'll I'll put I'll post that uh. I'll probably have to post just the links. I'm, it'll be on YouTube, but it's not. There's no video. I wish there was because I I would have loved to see that. Mm-hmm. But he met the. Uh, this is Adam Robinson who said this. So he met the dog who plays the puppy in the mask with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. He met that dog, like the actual dog with yeah. the trainer, right, and everything. And he's like, and he and he said that when that dog approaches a human being. He looks at him like ready, ready for something, like ready for something magical. Yeah. So that was the connection that Adam Robinson made. But even then, like I said, I, I, there's the balance of like, okay, you go in unexpected, but then maybe also like, but don't go, don't go into a conversation. Maybe this is the balance. Like, 
have no expectations in your head, but you're still gonna be courteous because you don't know the you don't know that other human being. Which you're that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna go into like unless you unless you have like a pre like pre preconception of like who this person is, then you might go into this conversation like with an edge or maybe no edge, maybe even more mm-hmm. friendly or whatever. But you're not gonna be like, hey, what's up? You know, you're not gonna just like throw shit out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you just gotta go in with no expectations, but still trying to squeeze that magic out. Like Maybe. you know, still and trying to find a way to to get there. Yeah, and also I think that ties in with just just be kind. That's been a I think a macro that I think I've seen for December from a lot of people that I've been talking with is like be quant be kind. Like that, I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of people bring that up lately. I think as long as you're kind, like you might just get the magic like right. effortlessly. Exactly, and that's where that unexpected. That's where the unexpected. Being uh having the inexpectations kind of like falls into place anyways because you're just gonna be a good human. You're at least you're gonna try to be a good yeah. human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no hidden agenda or ulterior right. motive. Right. You just you're go just in there and say what's up, and maybe you'll click, and maybe you won't. You know, like yeah. like now with the gym, dude, and now with the gym, like now that everybody knows that don't work there, it's like it's it's different. It's a different <laughs> atmosphere, dude. It's a different different atmosphere. It's perspective. Right. Right. It changes the whole now game. That, now that you're not like a. Um, shirt, an authoritative figure. My shirt tucked in. Cause I'm not remember, and I said this before. Like I, I was the only with my shirt tucked in. I would say decently groomed when I was working. You know, like like you know, like you know, I was clean. You know, good to go. Um, I worked out there too, and whatever. And now it's like, hey, yeah, no, it's it's different. It's it's a totally different thing. And and now it, it for me, it, it's I'm even more. But I, but I'm honestly, and I, I I had this conversation with a new trainer. Her name's Sasha. And uh, as like what I learned this year from working at the gym was that at least in that type, at least that type of group environment, I don't work well being the motivator because I'm so selfish with my workouts because when I'm there, I hear people complaining or whatever. It's like, just do the work, you know? Yeah. And w- cause when I go, I don't talk to anybody. Even today, Steph, one of one of, she's, she's grown to be a, a gym friend. Right. And uh, we we're talking and she was waiting for my kettlebell cause I took my kettlebell back to the gym. Right. And she's like, "You're so quiet." I'm like, "I'm working." Like, <laughs> like, like, and like, I don't mean. Shut like, up, leave me alone. Right. Like, I mean, like, I have like seven minutes left on my, on my timer because I have my timer on my phone, so I, I use yeah. that. I don't use the timer in the gym. And she's like, "You're so quiet." I'm like, "Yeah." Like, but and I, and I smiled with her. And I I then asked her, "Hey, how was your, how was your Christmas?" But I, I made myself stop for a second and yeah. have a conversation with her, brief one, because I knew she was waiting for my kettlebell. So I the faster I finish, anyways, the faster she gets my kettlebell. But uh, but she's like, "You're so quiet," and, and but it goes back to like. I am selfish in my workouts. Like I, at least for now, I do better on my own, and mm-hmm. I think I do well in twos as long as we work. Yeah. Like me and you, like we had some good workouts. Like we did pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And actually, I have to tell you something. Remind me uh, about a gym. To put it in your phone or yeah. Well, it actually, it was already kind of in my head right now that you okay. started talking about. Okay. The gym. Don't forget, <laughs> or so, or put it in your phone, text yeah. me or something. Either way. So I will forget. We'll talk about it after we're done. Um. But anyways, so like stuff like that. But that was one thing that me and her were talking. I talked to her about her. I talked about it with her uh, yesterday. I had finished my workout in the morning. She's like, so what? So she's like, what? So what are your plans for the day? And we we're there talking with her, and and we eventually got to like the gym and this and whatnot and whatever. Oh, because an old client went in. And I'll tell you who it was when we get when we get done. Uh, and I hadn't seen her in a long time, like months, and uh, and it was funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, she's a trip. Like, she's funny as hell. Like, her and her, her, her and her mom. You'll, you'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so that was that, right? And I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's, I'm like, and I guess we, I, I want to tie, I now want to tie this into the podcast of like, one thing that I learned is like, that is one, or that is one thing I learned is like, going through this thing. I, and like I said, I wasn't gonna work for less than a year at the gym. Like, I made, I made that commitment to myself. 
because for one, that's just better for the resume. You know, like that's just good for like rapport or whatever. But then also like that's just my that was my goal. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work for a year, and whatever happens after that year, then I'll continue or I'll not. And I decided not to, but I'm gonna continue going to the gym. Yeah. Or there, you know, using the, and frankly, I, I use the floor space. Like I, I still go do my own workout. I'm doing it. right now. I'm focusing on pull ups. I'm focusing on my own stuff, push ups and whatnot. You know, a lot of body weight stuff again, which is also we did in 2016. You know, I, I, I stopped doing that for a long time. I focus on like weights and stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Where it's interesting because I remember last year, end of 2016, me and you were like we were hammering out 100 push ups in like five minutes. And we were doing we were hammering them out. And now my goal is like 100 push ups in two minutes. Like <laughs> that's yeah. my new goal. And I'm nowhere near it. And I, we'll talk about that later, me and you. But uh. Because uh, it's going to tie into the whole gym thing. But uh, uh, anyways, perspective, change, and all that stuff at the gym. It's it's, it's pretty funny how, how that happens. And, and when, when I said it out loud, I'm like, man, like, like I really suck at being, like, a gym friend. <laughs> like, at least that's what I thought about. You know, like, like it's one thing for me wanting to better myself. But then, like, as much as I want to help people, you know, like I say on this podcast, you know, as well, like, re- whether it's reading, whether it's talking with you, Gons, or anybody else, and then going out into society and talking with people as well. Like realizing, like, man, my my, I need to figure out, like, or or at least, at least, I want to, I want to figure out a system where I I can help others. Because I remember you even said, uh, not I probably one of the last time we podcast was like, you know, you were hesitant about asking me for help to like work out or to run or like to get like to get going. You know, like I think it was running. Because I said, hey man, you should just do the five k with me. Like, we'll take your time. Like, I'm not I'm not worried about finishing the whole yeah. thing. We'll just do it. And and you're like, man, like I've, I've been hesitant to even ask you. I'm like, man, like I don't want that. Like I I, I need to. Well, for me, it's mainly because I don't want to hold you because I right, I know we're right, on different exactly, levels. Right, exactly. It's, it's like, and the thing is, I'm I'm waiting to compensate, but it's like also I would I would like, and it, and it's a good thing we're talking about this. And this is, this is a cool example for people to hear. Yeah, is like, is like still, for in my point, like making an effort. To an, I mean, I mean, obviously our schedules don't align a lot of times. That's why that's why we fall into this, you know. And then you get busy with budget season. You know, you have you have your seasons of work as well. Yeah. And so like when stuff like that happens, and then let's say I go to San Antonio on a Tuesday, well that throws my whole day off, my whole week off because I'm sleepy as hell. I'm just tired because we come back the same night or whatever. So it's like shit, you know. But uh, fuck, I forgot how I got into this fucking rabbit hole. Uh, Asking for help. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, I guess developing a wanting to develop wanting to develop a plan of, of uh, where I do want to I do want to help others, and it's like I know I know that this is my I know physical training is my field. It's figuring out again what works for me. You know, um, there's this guy. His name's Joey Alvarado. I think he's based out of California. He was on Joey Diaz, and I'll post that on the on the podcast show notes as well. But uh, he's a jujitsu professor, but he's created this new concept called kettlebell jitsu so he incorporates a kettlebell workout with jujitsu classes like you can do i think you can do one or the other one and or the other but my fascination is kettlebells because even joey diaz says on there like kettlebell swings alone Mm -hmm. are the second best full body workout to swimming that's in a lot to me because swimming i feel is like one of the best no activities yeah so so knowing that kettlebell swings is up there, yeah, that's pretty good. And for me, like I'm like shit. Like, like I know it's good for you. Like I'm doing it for I'm I'm doing kettlebell work right now for a whole different reason. But it's like when Joy Diaz and Gonzo was with me, and I told Gonzo to get a damn kettlebell like six months ago. <laughs> I'm like, if Joy Diaz is saying it, I'm like, I don't know what else I need to do to help you. And see, like the thing is, if if I can if I can create some more relationships and and an atmosphere where it's like, hey, I'm gonna go work out with Andy, and people not be 
intimidated or or feel like they're gonna hold me back. It's like, well, no, I'm. The cool thing is that and I can say it here is like, I'm already gonna do what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, no, well, we're just gonna. And the thing is, like, for running, it's quite easy because it's not gonna be more than an hour. You know, and even then, I remember one the first time me and Luis went to go run. I mean, dude, we were out there 15 minutes, but we were dead. Like, and that was in the that. that was you know, and we were done. I'm like, Shh, like, there's a problem here. You know, like, there's issues. You know, I have an issue here where it's like, okay, I have I have things I need to work on now. Of course, I built up to a 5K. I'm still I'm still planning on I, my goal is an hour, but I'm still I'm still planning on doing a 10K, um, at the Causeway South Padre in three weeks, the 13th. I don't know what you're doing that week. Actually, speaking of, put in your phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminding you all this shit that I need to remind you of. Uh, put in your phone New Year's Day and the Causeway. Those are two okay. different days that I need to talk to you about. Um, uh, but anyway, so so building up to a 10K, um, and my, my whole goal is for the 10K is just to finish because it's, it's over the Causeway. So you're you're running about half a mile to a mile uphill on that Causeway, and then it finishes at Louis' backyard, which I'm like, that's a long ways. That's a stretch. Yeah, it is. Like, I don't know why you're chuckling. Why are you chuckling? No, because of Louis' backyard. Louis backyard. <laughs> <laughs> good memory. Like, what good what a way to end it. <laughs> right, right. And I, yeah, we'll, we'll get into why, why, why I'm going to tell you about it. But, um, but, uh, so yeah, I think it starts like at the Port Isabel. Like, I know it's the community center, like, which is right, before, right where the lighthouse is. Yeah. It starts there, runs, rolls out, and then you work your way up to the causeway. And, uh, that runs at eight. Now, if, it, if it's cold and rainy, I probably won't do it. Just because I'm, I'm still preserving some immune system. Like I, I'm still yeah. very cautious about that. And like, like, like these past couple of days where it's been like shitty rain. Mm. You know, it's like been like terrible weather. It's like okay, like you know, I'm only gonna sacrifice so much for now because I have a, I have a macro which Brian you know about, mm-hmm. and so I have a macro plan for the end of the year for the end of 2018. That I'm like you know I need, I need to preserve some immune system to, to make sure I get that stuff done. <clears throat> Dang, we're already at, we're already at an hour. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just we'll, shit. yeah. Uh, I, there, I, I'm going to go into this book. It's called When God Winks at You, How God Speaks Directly to You Through the Power of Coincidence by Squire Rush Nell. And this is the book, again, I, I briefly talked about it in the book. Not, not talked about, but I talked about, I mentioned how Brian read it first. And he had actually told me about it because I remember him telling me about it. But I hadn't remembered when I bought it. I'm like, man, this book talks about coincidences. I don't really believe in coincidences. I'm I'm more of a timing guy, and God's like, well, maybe that's just your way of saying coincidence, coincidence. right? I'm like, well, you're not wrong. I'm like, you're probably right, but I'm like, that's kind of what the book says. Like, coincidence is something greater, right? And that's the, that's the funny thing is because when Eddie asked me, he's like, because I was re- I read this book while we were in Nashville, and Eddie's like, hey, how how are you going along with your book? I'm like, well, funny thing is that this is talking about timing. Coincidence is merely coincidence is merely a term. That's like no. There's probably actually something better coming in the macro, you know, mm-hmm. the, the longer timeline, because timing time is consistent or constant, right? And so that's why it's like you know, it's exactly what Brian just said, where it's like you know, there's there's actually a greater thing that's gonna come out of this more than likely, or maybe it's a greater thing that's that's negative that's gonna help you move on to the next to something else. Just yep. get your mind off of it. And so so it was interesting to me reading this book, and be like, so then there's no such thing as coincidences, <laughs> basically. So yeah. and like. And I, I hate to say that I was right, but I was kind of right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's it's that's like, really you know, what like, the whole like, book is about. Like, it's like okay, so like ah, it, was, it was good. Uh, let, me, let me try to find uh, what what I want. So there's for sure a couple pieces that I want to read. And I, I honestly, I, when I was going through it today, I'm like, man, maybe I just want to uh, like kind of book review with you, Brian. Like, like talk about 2017 and then book review. But I was as I was reading the passages that I, I want to read. Um, I was like, now, nah, like, this is stuff that I can just read 
piece by piece and it just we can tie up the tie up the podcast here um uh, while i'm finishing give them your info intro not info personal info whatever yeah. your social whatever whatever Every, you want. My, my social <laughs> is no um well what i want to give you guys you know what I've i've kind of been wanting to engage on on twitter as of like two days ago <laughs> well frank well i think one, one of the last times you were on here you mentioned how you kind of wanted to get back into that you haven't you hadn't yet but you kind of you were feeling it at least it's, at least yeah it's because it. i started getting on, on instagram and then that took my attention and now like i'm i'm not on either that often um but i don't know why i feel like twitter's calling my name so um you guys can go ahead and follow me on twitter Brian Alejandro underscore B R Y A N A L E J A N D R O underscore, and also the intronaut, um, and the the intronaut is also on Instagram, and actually Brian Alejandro is also the the same thing on Instagram. Per, yeah, so that that works for for both, for both both names works for both accounts and both platforms. And then at intronaut underscore, um, is that what that is? I don't or think there's an underscore. Or the I think it's the internet, right? Yeah. Brian's <coughs> checking. So, uh, for for this one, movingwithlife.co is where you can find everything. If you want to connect with me personally on Instagram, it's at Andy underscore eighteen forty four. Again, that's at Andy underscore eighteen forty four. That's my personal Instagram. Um, frankly, I'm still maneuvering. Uh, I like pictures. I like Instagram. The website. I have to do it like I'm doing it myself, so it's like you know I'm I'm doing it week by week as best I can, and I feel like the material I do have on there is like stuff that that I'm still pondering on myself. So I haven't I haven't I've digressed from wanting to move rapidly. Uh, Brian, you got it? Yeah, you were right. There's an underscore. <laughs> I I love underscores apparently. So you created a trend. Yeah. So so on Instagram and Twitter at the intronaut underscore, and one thing that I I want to mention because I just saw it. And it's just kind of like a reminder to be optimistic going into 2018. If you think you had a shitty year in 2017 and you want to make 2018 better, just listen to this. If you were able to believe in Santa Claus for like eight years, you can believe in yourself for like five minutes. Oh, man. Such a coincidence that this popped up (laughs) while I was looking for the right handle. That's a good one. So people ponder on that one. Read it again, Brian. If you were able to believe in Santa Claus for like eight years, you can believe in yourself for like five minutes. That's a tough one, man. I I definitely feel that one for me. Cause that's, and that's, I don't I don't think it's it's tougher than it's than it's it's tougher. No, I think it's easier than 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 it sounds. Yeah, you just gotta do it. Like yeah, you know. And I'm I'm for me I you know I'm still figuring that out. It's very interesting. Cool. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Who posted that? Um, Is it like a friend? You, no, it was a, it was an account. It's called Minority Mindset, which really I don't know why I'm following them. I I, I don't remember what caught my attention to that account, but well, now you can keep that's it. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep following them. All right, so I'm I am gonna read this little passage because it's really good. And the the chapter is called God Winks on Quests. The sub part is on page one ninety four. It says getting on your highway, and and just the pre- the prefaces. Uh, the author talks about Billy Graham and how he, how he got to being uh basically how he got to being a preacher and what that did for him. So this last it's the closing section that I'm gonna read. I'm probably gonna read the whole thing. 
Yeah, I'll read the whole thing. So it's it'll be getting on your highway. Billy Graham is widely respected. He has the unparalleled stature of being the only advisor to every president between Harry Truman and George W. Bush. But the famous preacher would not have reached his destiny had he not gotten onto his universal highway, striking out in the direction he believed to be his destiny. And once he did, God put things in motion. God put things in motion with that unbelievable God wink. A grandmotherly stranger placing an auspicious phone call. Billy did not sit by the side of the road on his baggage, waiting for his destiny to come to him. Nor should you. Billy listened to the small voice within and made the choice to strike out, girded up, girded up by faith in the direction he believed his destiny to be. So must you. Leave your baggage behind and get, in, get onto your life's path and on a quest for your destiny. Your destiny will not come to you. You need to go to it. And this I promise. The Godwinks will be there to guide you. 